Welcome back to the Mind of a Word podcast. This is your host, Dominic Clem. And uh, in today's episode, I have two guests with me, uh, Zion Bolden and Will Wilkinson back to do a second episode. Um, Before we get started, I wanted to say that I thought the last episode we did was great. Um, John will definitely be back on this show for the fans that liked him and thought that uh, what we talked about was interesting. I look forward to more NBA topics. Today, though, the shift is going to be to the NFL. Um, We're going to be talking about whether or not Cam Newton will have a major impact on the NFL now that he's been signed with the New England Patriots. And we're going to get into more NFL talk, but that is the main topic of today's episode. So without further ado, everybody, let's welcome Zion and Will. Um, okay, so welcome to the show. How are we doing? How are we doing? All right, so let's waste no time, gentlemen. So I first start with you. What are your initial like reactions in following Cam Newton signed to the Patriots. Oh, NFL like comeback player of the year. I like it a lot. You like it a lot? What do you think it means for the Patriots specifically? I think it's like more stability, definitely. I think it means <laughs> like I think that's it means a big thing AFC, for them. I think it means the AFC East. You think yeah, it means Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I tend to agree for sure. And it's funny too because People have been making like these AFC playoff picture predictions, right? And most of them have like the Bills over Definitely. top the Patriots. Yeah. So now, like, those people look like fools. <laughs> They're going to go and redo their whole picks, which is why you shouldn't do it in June. But <laughs> I agree with you guys. Um, I think Cam's biggest problem these last few years has been his health. And I think he's healthiest now than he ever. So I think a lot of. The- Around his play the last. What do you think of that? I mean, I I would concur with that. I mean, if Cam if Cam stays healthy, I mean, like ex NFL MVP, ex offensive rookie of the year. Not to mention all the things he accomplished when he was in college. For sure, and anytime he was healthy in the NFL, his team. Basketball. I mean, they usually were in the playoffs. I mean, yeah, definitely. And the NFC South was a hard division to play in. in for sure. And that was like prime Matt Ryan, too, along with, you know, and Drew Brees and all that. Yeah. But definitely. What, what do you think of the fact that, like, teams like the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Bears, who really don't have that good, great of QBs on the roster, like, they could have gotten Cam for like a million bucks, like the Patriots? Why do you think they refuse to sign them? They just think I, – I, I don't think they, like – they would have to change their system to fit him. Some 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 teams would, like those teams at least. Don't you think the Patriots are going to have to as well? But they already didn't have say, a defined system, though. So, like – I was going to say, I mean, Cam has historically been the – I mean, as well – I mean, as much as he still is a, like, high-level, like, throwing quarterback – at least was the past couple of years. He has like incorporated that mobile quarterback game that I feel like has never ever been like related to the Patriots. Do you think, yeah. Do you think that like Bill Belichick is more likely to change up his system with Josh McDaniels, or do you think that he's going to kind of morph Cam Newton 
into the Patriots system. If anybody was going to do it, it would be Bill. You think Bill's going to kind of take Cam and make him the next Tom? I think, I mean, I'm, that's a tough thing to that's compare bold. right there. That's but Tom. not <laughs> success. I mean, but you never know. I think uh, he's I mean, pretty good because he has weapons already. Like, I think that's a great fit for him, too, because, like, the Bears aren't really, like, fully developed yet still. I think the Bears Patriots have still have a great defense. I mean, they have a great defense still. They still need, like, one or two more weapons on offense, I think. But, you know, if he would have gone to a team like the Bears, he would immediately have the best receiver of all the options available to him because Allen Robinson is better than anybody on the Patriots right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think Allen Robinson's better than Edelman and Sanu? Definitely better than Sanu. Allen Robinson is probably one of the most underrated wide receivers. He had a great year last year, despite the Bears' offense. And yeah. Edelman, I feel like, is good, don't get me wrong, but definitely had a ton of chemistry with the best quarterback of all time, which definitely helps. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely give, like... I just really like the Patriots' defense. The Pats' D is unreal. Although, something to be noted is they lost a lot of players in free agency. Like, James Collins, Kyle Van Noy, uh, Deron Harmon, you know? Like, these are big losses. And a lot of them went to the Dolphins. They do. They do maintain both the McCordys and Stephon Gilmore defensive player of the year last year. Definitely, but do you think because everyone's kind of more focused on those guys rather than the guys they lost? Do you think they they'll just reload just Belichick's always done, or do you think they're going to be a little bit down and out in the run defense? I mean, like I said before, man. Like if there has ever been any coach in the NFL. It, Honestly, history can make it work. That, that can make it work. It's Bill. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he has proven time and time again. People, I mean, even when Matt Castle was their starting quarterback that one weird year, they went ten and six. Jimmy Garoppolo one. Yeah, I mean, they still went ten and six that season. They didn't make the playoffs. It was like one of those weird years. But that's like, you know, Belichick's crazy. He was the last quarter or coach to win a playoff game. With the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Man walked away from the Jets. like Instantly. Didn't even start the game. He agreed to be their coach. He walked away. Didn't yeah. care about his future. Didn't care about where he's going. He's just like, I'm not staying in New York. I mean, he can do whatever he wants, I feel like. And will be successful. Most definitely. And he definitely, he gave a good take. Uh, I saw an interview that he did. And tell me what you think of this, but they asked him if he was ever gonna like re like rebuild, you know, if Tom Brady ever left retired, what would they do? And he goes, No. Because you play football to win. He doesn't see any reason to lose for a couple of years just to like get a player. You gotta win every time field. What do you think of that like philosophy that you have to win every game every year? You don't need a like a year or two to rebuild. What do you guys think of that? I think it's been very apparent yeah. through his uh, coaching tenure that that's been his mindset towards how he controls the game. And yeah, he's rolled through good receiving cores, bad receiving cores. 
good defenses, not as great defense. He's always had a solid defense, but he's just always won. Didn't matter who was on his roster. Even last season, he probably had one of the weakest offensive rosters. Yeah, definitely. And still made the playoffs, won his division. Didn't matter. Just how he just had a high scoring defense. <laughs> for sure. For sure. And he's, Crazy, you know, he's first, of course. But his system just works. And I just have full trust in Bill. This isn't the first time Belichick has like kind of signed a washed, you know, quote unquote washed superstar. He signed Randy Moss. Yep. Through those crap years with the Raiders. And Randy Moss immediately be- was back to greatness. Deep threat. Could this be the same path Cam Newton goes on? I mean, I think Cam is probably the front runner right now to be the comeback player of the year. He's got definitely the most going. His story is definitely like the biggest on people's mind for that award because that award's all about story first. Oh yeah. I mean, Jordy Nelson tore his ACL, and the Packers had a crap receiving core that hurt us in the playoffs. He comes back the next season. We almost go to the Super Bowl. Like, of course he was going to win it. Like Trent Richardson win it because it was like bad one year, good the next. Yeah. Cam Cam's comeback story goes all the way back to his years in college, honestly. Yeah. That's I me. mean after after because uh, he was originally signed to play at Florida. Right. And it was Tim Tebow's backup and then after all like the scandals and stuff, he went JUCO. Came out of JUCO, came to Auburn, won a national championship. Did he not beat Florida in the national championship? Or the, national, I... the national championship he won with Auburn? Yeah, did he beat Florida? No, he beat Oregon. Oh, okay, okay. I definitely just mixing up my ear. But yeah, I mean, he still had has had much success in the NFL, though. He's been to a Super Bowl. He's also oh, yeah. been in the league MVP. The MVP. <laughs> yeah, I, won't, I don't think it's a back for college, but I do agree that Comeback player of the year is within reach, hundred percent. I mean, I think I'm. I think coming back from having to play in JUCO and then you win a national championship with your new D one team. I mean, impressive, no doubt. And I mean, technically, he won a national championship being Tim Tebow's backup in two thousand eight. Oh, that's crazy! Also, won a Heisman Trophy when he came yeah. back. Right, that's right. I mean, he was first pick, drafted number one. Yeah, first, first, first overall in like 2011. He had one of the best, like, first game debuts when he came into the NFL. Like, he was All, unre- had one of the best rookie years ever. Offensive rookie of the year that year. Yeah, he was great. And the Panthers were bad. Yeah, so they, yeah. that's another thing I think is going to be good with the Patriots because, like, they're going to actually try and sign. They're going to sign people for him that fit him. Yeah, who says when A B like the gets Bears back? and other organizations? I don't think will fully commit to Cam. Like even if they sign him, they wouldn't fully commit to him like Bill will. You know, Zach, I'm glad you brought that up because that brings up a point I wanted to make about kind of the Bears, teams like the Jets, the Lions. They apply to them, the Browns even. Mm-hmm. These like refuse to sign that these players that are on the open market. Like, well, you told me the other day the Browns lowballed Jadavion Clowney. You know, yeah. what's up with that? Cam Newton's out there. Even, you know, you could argue Colin Kaepernick. Who knows what he can do? He's out there. Right. All these 
big name players, Logan Ryan's another example, are just out there sitting in free agency. These teams could spend money on them, but instead they commit to like these these rebuilds or they commit too much to young crap players like Mitch Trubisky or I mean Christian well Christian Hackensburg, is that that guy's name from the Jets? Like <laughs> I don't understand the point in that. Like when Sam Darnold went down, right? Yeah. Trevor Simeon went in and got hurt. And then I think like Luke Folk played quarterback. How do you get in a position where Luke Folk is playing for your team, starting in an NFL game? <laughs> you could have signed anybody. Like, you could have traded for Cam, I'm sure, and had him on your team. And then automatically you have a better quarterback than Luke Folk. I was going to say, I don't know. Did Cam even play a snap last season? Yeah, and he was, like, clearly hurt, and then they kind of just, like, benched him. And then all of a sudden we're like, yeah, because Kyle Allen, I think, won, like, his first three starts. So I think that's what started the trade rumors. But and then Kyle, Kyle Allen went down. And was also, like, bad before he went down. Yeah. And then Will Greer went in, and they were yeah. still like, yeah, we're going to commit to these guys. And then they signed Teddy Bridgewater. And, <laughs> it was so weird. And traded Kyle Allen. Yeah, yeah. It makes no sense. That's what I'm saying. They're not committed to, like, Bill's committed to win. He still thinks he can win a Super Bowl, I believe. Right, and the Panthers just aren't that. I mean, they. I'm not going to say Ron Rivera was necessarily the answer, but he wasn't a bad coach. Like, they just never signed a good receiver. They could have. Yeah. This is probably the best receiver for Cam would have had, and it was two rookies. Or yeah. <laughs> DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. Yeah, who I, I like both of them. Yeah, but like, yeah. I'm not very gonna... young though, very young. Yeah, they're nothing. They're no Mike Evans, uh, Chris Godwin, you know, yeah. or Odell Jarvis Landry. Like he's, they're not giving him much to deal with. And it's just like those teams never give their their players much to deal with. Like the Lions, they haven't had a thousand yard rusher I think before last season, like in Matthew Stafford's whole time as a the starter there, which is crazy. Like how do you, how does that happen? Like even the same Packers, thing with the Packers, yeah. They we've had a couple. Like Aaron Rodgers is thrown to one first round pick, I believe, like a no, touchdown that, pass or something like that. Mercedes Lewis, one yeah. touchdown yeah. pass sure. to a first rounder. How how long has Mercedes Lewis been in the league? <laughs> oh my goodness! Like <laughs> years? Like he's old. All the years he played in Jacksonville. Yeah, and he was he like got old. In Jacksonville, and they were like, yeah. "Yeah, old." And then the Packers were like, "Yeah, Jimmy Graham just ain't it." So you're gonna be like the guy, but not really. Like we barely use him. Yeah, definitely don't. He comes in when we're on like the two yard line. <laughs> we still pass Aaron. to the running back. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the Packers. You could argue. I'm not gonna say they didn't try to win. Like some of these teams, like the Panthers, the Redskins. Oh, yeah. I feel like they're not trying to win. They're Honestly. always in rebuild mode. Like, Dan Snyder is, is a fool. <laughs> like, he he hasn't signed anybody. He hasn't even... It's, it's like he's not even trying. Nobody comes to his games anymore. Like, how can he, like, look around and be like, things are going well here? <laughs> yeah, Seriously, I think their no. biggest their biggest offseason acquisition other than the draft was Kyle Allen. <laughs> that's, for, that's absurd. 
That is absurd. Like, and Robbie they, Anderson. Didn't they get Robbie Anderson? No, Robbie Anderson went to Carolina. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. But for who? Teddy Bridgewater? Like, they're not going to win their division. I like Teddy Bridgewater. Don't get me wrong. But, like, the Saints are still a better team. And so are the Buccaneers. Even if you don't believe in the Bucs, like, they're better than – they have a better roster than yeah. the Panthers. Yeah, they're better on paper. And even the Falcons started to get better last year. They weren't great, but the Panthers were terrible. They do have Falcons Todd Gurley now. <laughs> they have Todd Gurley now, too. So I don't know, man. I just – the Rams are so funny to me because we all were, like, hyping them up that Super Bowl year. But Todd, Todd Gurley went down, and it's it's become very clear that Todd Gurley was that whole offense because they felt yeah. – And they just let him go, like, during the Super, during the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, I – it's crazy. Like, there must be something, like, really wrong with Todd Gurley's knee because I – he was he was the whole reason that team – got success that year so like oh, yeah. just let him go like that just like zion said like that's great there has to be something else with his knee because if he bounces back next season and goes off and the falcons have like this top tier offense with julio matt ryan and him like we're gonna be like wow sean McVay's an idiot how can he let this guy go i think it's gonna be a lot of people like that this season like why'd you let that guy go for sure, this season's it's different. For sure, like, oh, it's much more even than last year was. Yeah, everybody yeah, seems, has something. It seems like a lot of moves got made this offseason. It like, felt like more than most. Yeah, other it, years. It really balanced. Like the Buccaneers instantly become like contenders. Like people <laughs> still believe in the Browns, and then yeah. the Steelers are going to have a good year for sure. I mean. And, like, the Colts signed Phillip Rivers, but the San Diego Chargers still got, like, better somehow. Like, Yeah, I don't know. Things are going to be definitely... We, we believe in Tyrod. Yeah, I, I do. Tyrod Taylor, straight out of VTech, straight out of Baltimore, straight out of Buffalo. <laughs> He's that guy, sometimes. Yeah, he can be. He was he didn't do that bad when he was on the Bills. Okay. Yeah, but, I mean... To the playoffs. But, I mean, him and Herbert are going to compete. For sure, for sure. I I still think Tyrod's going to be, <clears throat> excuse me, week one starter. But, I mean, if Justin Herbert does well in preseason, I'm not going to be, like, shocked. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be very similar to uh, Tua and Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think Fitzpatrick's definitely going to be week one starter. But I think as soon as Tua is healthy, and if the Dolphins are, like, competing with their new lineup – Although, who knows now that Cam Newton is back, if they will. But if they are, then they're going to be like, Tua, take the reins, bro. Take us to the playoffs. Please. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the Dolphins are only, what, three years removed from the playoffs? That's crazy to think about, too. They have, like, they juiced up their defense. They spent yeah, they a did. lot of money. They had, they had money, and they spent all of it. Their secondary is kind of scary. It's the most expensive secondary in the NFL. Oh, easily. And they got Brita back there now. Yeah. Have Jordan Howard, too. Two good backs. And, I mean, Devontae Parker, Devontae Parker and Jakeem Grant aren't the worst wide receivers. Say that again, though. 
Devontae Parker and Jakeem Grant aren't the worst wide receivers. First of all, Devontae Parker had a career year last year. And he oh, yeah. a good year. It was a great season. And it was honestly his first, like, truthfully productive NFL yeah. season. Yeah, like, there weren't a ton of drops. He was scoring a bunch of touchdowns. He racked up a ton of yards. I also like the young tight end they have in my uh, Gesicki. Mike Gesicki. Yeah, hey, I love him in Madden. I can only assume that he's great in real life, too, you know. But I like Jakeem Grant, too. I, he's small. He's good in the slot. He's fast as crap. He's underrated. Um, he's a kickoff kind of a master at this point. He scored a couple TDs. We can put him up there with Cordell Patterson. And uh, he just got hurt last year. We didn't see him. And they're getting an under, another underrated receiver. He was a rookie last year. Preston Williams tore his ACL last season. And he was being, like, sneaky good. So, if that's just, you know, another – My only question mark with the Dolphins is Tua. Like, how is he going to do? Yeah. I don't know. No one's going to sit here and say Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to take him to the playoffs. If anybody's going to do it. The only only rookie quarterback I see actually, like, guaranteed starts at the beginning of this upcoming season is going to be Joey B. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, because they have no one else. <laughs> I, I think this rookie year is going to be actually, like, I don't want to put too much pressure on his rookie year, but I think this rookie year for Joe Burrow is going to say a lot about where he's going to be in the NFL. He's playing in a very scary division, though. He's playing – got him winning seven games at least. even Three, three top, like, rated defenses. I mean, Cleveland, their defense isn't, like – Not the re- joke. Not the reason. That's... But, I mean, he's got to play against Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland twice a year. Yeah, that's six games. That's six hard defenses to go against, for sure. Yeah. Especially that Patriots D. I mean, I, I like the Ravens D, too, but that Patriots defense, like, nearly took one of the worst offenses I've ever watched play football to the playoff last year. You're talking about New England? No. I'm talking or about Pittsburgh. The... Pittsburgh's uh... – well, then don't say Patriots. Did I say Patriots? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I meant But, um, Duck Hodges, bro, need I say more? No. Like, <laughs> averaging, I think, like, 13 points a game. Something like And they were winning. I mean, something about the, like, signing Minka for them turned everything around. That, that one guy. Crazy. It was just, like, signing like crazy. But the reason I think Joe Burrow has a lot of here is because when we look at quarterbacks like Andrew Luck, who came in with an awful offensive line and was, like, super good. But then we think of guys like Sam Bradford, who came in with a bad offensive line and was, like, super bad, and that was kind of like a foreshadowing of his whole career. And the Bengals don't have a good offensive line. Yeah, so but Joe Burrow can move a little bit. That's, a, that's one thing that helps him, I think. I, I agree. I, I want like to... same thing with Andrew Luck. He's pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, Aaron, Andrew Luck's a lot like Aaron Rodgers with that underrated athletic speed. Yeah, but he's not a mobile quarterback. No, no. But he like if he has to escape the pocket, he'll give you like fifteen yards of field. Mm-hmm. He can create. I think he can create his own plays. That's what's going to help him a lot this season. Yeah. While they're building around him, at least they're giving him kind of weapons. He's got the. He fast already team. has. Yeah, he has weapons. 
He's got Joe Mixon in the backfield, who I like. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I definitely like him. Last two years. I think something's brewing in Cincinnati, but a lot of it, like I said, you know, it banks on Joe Burrow. It does. Yeah. Because I think, Will, your division, while I think Baltimore definitely has an edge, I think it's wide open, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think there will definitely be two teams from the AFC North in the playoff picture. Mm-hmm. With the new seven-team format, I no doubt. Yeah. Pittsburgh would have been the seventh. Oh, no, I think Indy would have been the seventh team last year. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that new format. That's going to be crazy. I know. It's going to, like, it's going to shake some things up for sure because now I think only the one seed gets a bye. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then the yeah, other. Yeah, because there will be three games on Wild Card Weekend. So does the. You mean like six total, though? Yeah, yeah. Three NC, three NC. Crazy. Does that mean. And that... I think, like, since all these, like, movie, like, off season acquisitions are going on, the season's going to be crazy. On yeah, top but... of the playoffs. There's going to be teams that don't make the playoffs, not because they have bad teams like the Dolphins last season, but like they're not going to make it because they lost a very important game against another yeah. made the playoffs. Like it's going to come down to like that game five. If the Packers would have beaten the Bears, they'd be in the playoffs. Or like stuff like that, even though the yeah. Bears are in the playoffs. But. <laughs> well, asked you a little bit ago, do you still not believe in Baker? No, I don't. I don't think that Baker Mayfield is the answer that Cleveland needs. Do you think this is his last season there if it's not good? Like, if he has a rough... Uh, I do. Because they're looking for change. They, they're desperate for change. Cleveland. Cleveland one of those teams, like, earlier... They haven't done much outside of the draft to really boost their team, other than the Odell trade. Another thing Baker. is, yeah, I was going to say that. Another thing, like, the Odell trade, like, you can't just waste that talent. Last year, I feel like was definitely wasted. Yeah, you can't waste that talent. With Baker. Baker's two years in the NFL, I think, don't quote me on this, but I think makes him the longest tenured Browns quarterback in the last 10 years. <laughs> That's awful. That is that is rough. I think he like I think the Browns are really trying to make it work because they haven't really uh but thrown, well, thrown themselves out there to draft a quarterback in the first round like that and draft like the best talent. But I have to say Baker's year, he was like ridiculously good. Yeah, but like, like something, it, something about them doesn't work. I think it was Freddie Kitchens. That's what I think wasn't working. I think this year, although who they have, Kevin Stefanski, I think yeah. he's, I think he's gonna help because they need to be throwing to Odell way more. Oh, Stefanski's offense in Minnesota had Thielen. Featured heavily. Now, I think in Odell takes on the Thielen role. They still had a really good running game in Minnesota, and they have two great running backs. And they Cleveland. had Diggs, too. And, like, that's going to be a same kind of deal for, like, Landry. 
He who's a number two guy, a really good number two. Super, super underrated. The, and the amount of times that Cousins threw to Kyle Rudolph, and they have now Austin Hooper and David Njoku. Two big boy tight ends. And Austin Hooper, he had a breakout year last season. Yeah, Austin Hooper. I had him in my fantasy team. He did great. He was the number <laughs> one fantasy team last yeah, year. Yeah, he did great. <laughs> It's going to be – it's definitely going to be a weird year. And, you know, another team that we haven't talked about, another historically bad team, the Lions aren't looking awful going into next season. Yeah, but you can't really believe in the Lions. Yeah, that's the only thing that's holding me back. Because technically I, Matt Stafford was then, having, like, best year last year before he got hurt. And, like, they still weren't doing great. But people are like – say, they had a lot of close games. Yeah. Kind of lost hope in him too. They yeah, just, definitely. I have. There is nothing that team has done in the <laughs> last one hundred years. That has a really big piece of Matt Stafford walked out when Calvin Johnson walked out. Oh yeah, He took him to the playoffs for two years, and it shows now. Oh yeah, that, that but, is the case. Don't you wish he could come back right now? Like just unretire and just come back. I'd love to see a lot of guys do that. Mm-hmm. Calvin Johnson definitely has to be toward the top of the list, especially now with like they have Galladay. They got two good running backs. Stafford might still have it. Like they could go to the playoffs if he were to come back. I'd love to see Randy Moss come back. He's too old. He could never. I'd love like to see Luck Chad come back. I'd love to see Chad Ochocinco come back. Yeah, that's another player that I love. That was probably the last time, like, the Bengals were, like, interesting. Like, I know they made the playoffs with A.J. Green a bunch of times, but I could not watch that team. I wish wish Jordy would come back. (laughs) Did you watch Jordy Nelson's interview with Pat McAfee? Like, the man could come back, but he just doesn't want to. Like, I find that crazy. He could come back right now, be our wide receiver too, and like we would have a great year next year. But well, Pat McAfee always jokes about coming back. <laughs> yeah, Pat McAfee Continue. said if he wanted to, he could, but he'll and, never. Uh, he's never... continuing to punt piss missiles. He's only thirty-two. I know. I didn't realize he was that young. Like he could come yeah. back. Now. <laughs> Why did he, he leave? He had a very very short NFL career. I know he was a pro bowler and everything. Yeah, I think like people twice. like kickers now, like that go and interview on his show. They say that like he changed the way kickoffs are done, and that he was like the best kickoff kicker of all time. Like that's crazy to me that like he has that level of respect. Yeah, kickers definitely underappreciated. Yeah, underappreciated. West former West Virginia Mountaineer <laughs> Pat McAfee. Well, you're a former West Virginia Mountaineer, buddy. Yes, I am. All right. Uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for today, though. I uh, appreciate you guys coming on the show. Uh, we're gonna, uh, get at Griffin for, for flaking on us yet again, Well, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'll definitely but, uh, be on here sometime soon again. Yeah, definitely. I, I love just having these conversations because we have them off camera. Why not just record them, you know? Definitely. All right, but uh, thank you guys. Uh, appreciate it. No problem. Absolutely.
Yeah, have a good one. Go Pack Go. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that just about wraps it up. Thanks, everyone, again for tuning in to this. I think we're on episode four of the Mind of Warrior podcast. I don't know when the next episode will be out, but this one came a lot faster than the last one did to the one before that. So we are getting a bit more consistent. Um, I definitely am going to do an NBA playoffs prediction podcast in July. So be on the lookout for that. But thanks everyone for listening and uh, have a good one.